Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to the 73rd Hexis podcast. Today we're going to be discussing Twisted League, Nightmare of Ashihama, Ash Ashimara, sorry, connectivity issues, the Christmas event, and things going on around the game and community over the last month. Thank you all very much for being here. I'd like to welcome my four guests. If any of you want to take the lead? All right. Yes. Thanks. So. Those, yeah, thank you for uh, coming on. Appreciate you. So for those of you who are watching the podcast, you know, you can check us out on YouTube, Twitch, Spotify, Google, Apple. You know, we got a lot of different uh, platforms that we're on. Um, <clears throat> you know, I want you guys to give us some feedback on what kind of podcast length you guys would like to see in the future. Um, so, you know, we're going to try to keep this one to be around an hour and a half, two hours. So, you know, let's get into it. I'm Randalicious, and I'm the leader of Hexus. I'm Dan Gleesack. I'm a general in Hexus. Hello there. My name is Lord Blackout, and I have 57 construction. Uh, I'm Thycos. I'm a sergeant in Hexus. I'm Bowie. I am the general in Hexus's shadow. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about the Twisted League. So the Twisted League's been out, and it's been going on for a little bit around a month. And what do you guys think about how the Twisted League has been going so far? What do you think about the scoring, the high scores, everything related to the Twisted League? I think it's brilliant. So I killed 10,000 shamans. I hit that last night. Thank you very much for me. I got 250 points for that. Really happy. You know, I got 250 points for stealing a gem on the first day as well. That took me about seven hours to actually achieve. So, oh, wow. On a real, uh, the scoring system, I think most people have already discussed this like everywhere ever since it came out. I don't really know who ordered and put things in specific places, but the actual like point scoring system is completely unbalanced, like all over the place. Um, I personally haven't done it. i um, just been skilling on my main account, mostly... Uh, my knowledge is just coming from watching other people's streams, um, doing some dev blog reading. It seems as though a lot of people are enjoying it and people are like coming back from being burnt or whatnot just to play Twisted League. So I think it's um, a good thing overall. I just think they need to, I guess, tweak some <clears throat> balancing things as well. I haven't been following it all, really, and I don't know anything about it, but I do appreciate Jagex giving some spotlight to a former major community. I think that the Twisted League is a fantastic idea. I mean, it's a brilliant business decision, first and foremost, and because of that, <clears throat> very good on them. But although the scoring may not be particularly balanced, you know, you can kind of take this as like a test run for what it is that they can do in the future. And I think that moving forward, they're going to be able to do a much better job with how they do it. But the idea of it is just brilliant. So I'm excited uh, to see how it ends up finishing. But, you know, with, with this, they have, um, <clears throat> you know, like these league trophies that they're going to be coming out with. Um, and they got like four possible options. And, you know, if you scroll down on that page there, you, know, you get to see the trophies and, you know, with those trophies, 
I don't know. What do you guys think about <clears throat> about those league trophies that people get? Because I, I really like the, you know, like the one with like the dragon, you know, like arms around the cup. I think that that trophy looks pretty good. And I don't know. I, I like the whole idea of everything. Twisted League, they just need to work on. Yeah, did anyone actually have, did any of you play Twisted Leagues or did you just stick to the main game? I've just been watching. I, I haven't play. played it. Yeah, Mario, do that you played it? Yeah. What do you what would you say about how your experience has been? Yeah, I was going to go into more detail if I'm the only one that actually played it. So for me, it was like when it was initially announced, and that was like Jagex's hype update of the year kind of thing, minus Song of the Elves. Um, I I had no hype for it. Like I really didn't care when they announced it as Runefest as the first release. I was like, I'm hoping that when it comes out, I'm going to try it just to give it a go in case it's got like the original Deadman kind of vibe to it. And then a bit of that for like the first day or two. It was really addictive, and probably the right word to use there. Um, but I'm very happy I played it. Well, I'm still playing it now because I've got goals I still need to achieve on it, which I might not even achieve because they're all RNG based. So I can only play so many hours per day. Uh, but no, the actual game mode and how it like kind of changed RuneScape round. I haven't really logged back into the main game since I started on um, day of release. So I'm worried a bit about a potential burnout when I actually have like 5x experience going down, back down to like 1x experience. So mm. the whole elevated experience rate of the game uh, and then obviously like the actual relics that I've got on the side to speed things up and then obviously the path that I'm taking. I'm kind of playing the game a bit wrong because I feel you're supposed to be completing as many tasks as possible for the scoring system. Whereas me, I just want to go and complete some raids at some point later on. Um, so maybe that's kind of like warping like my mindset to how I'm enjoying it. But no, I've had absolutely so much fun with it and I'm still enjoying it now. Like day 34, 35, I think. I think a lot of people have actually stepped away from it now, but I still have more to do. Have you planned out what your path has been? Or... Um, I changed my path. I was ori originally going to go for a max cave, and that well, two two seven seven. That was it. But then I decided because over Christmas, um, I mean, someone maxed already, but over Christmas, I'm probably not going to play that much. So I didn't know if maxing in two months was possible with all the perks you could get, which obviously has been completely proven wrong. So I decided to change to a PVM route, so I could just have fun in the time it's actually out there, uh, rather than be grinding a max kit the whole time, where I potentially don't, don't even get it at the end because I just run out of time because I've just not played enough. Uh, so I made my route and uh, I've been I've been basically stuck on the Dragon Warhammer part because like I said, I hit 10k shamans yesterday. So I'm just over double the drop rate. And uh, <laughs> as soon as I get that, I can then go get a Lance from Hydra. And if I go dry on that as well, my time's ticking down. When I've got all that, I can do raids until the last day or until I'm just kind of bored of playing the game mode. But right now, for some reason, uh, I'm motivated to just keep grinding out the items necessary to do a raid as efficiently as possible where I'm going to get them all, then end up having time to do like 10 raids with it all, and then the, the server's close. But I'm like, I'm enjoying it, progressing towards that. So depends how dry I go on this Warhammer, to be honest. Like if I hit 20k dry, I'm probably going to completely burn out and just give up. <laughs> yeah, that would be quite a, quite a dry streak to get for sure. I mean, there has been worse dry streaks in the main game, so mm. it, is, it isn't impossible that I can go dry the entire tournament, which made me laugh. At the end of it, I'd hate it while it's happening, but when it happens and it's like day 16th of January, whatever it removes, and I'm like, yep, okay, 27,000 shamans, no Warhammer. Thanks for watching Twisted League, guys. <laughs> I think I could look back and just laugh at that, but doing it, I'm not going to be happy in the moment, like towards the end, I don't think. Yeah, well, that's very good. I like Going a... back to the, I'll jump on the, sorry about the trophies though. Um, 
look at them now. I mean, what do you guys think of how some people see these trophies as like forcing players to participate in the Twisted League, like forcing them to play in order to actually go and get these trophies, even if they don't want to? I don't know. I, I feel like having them in is fine. You know, it's... what benefit like do these trophies have? That cosmetic, I think. Yeah, to get them. Cosmetic only. It doesn't. It, oh. Yeah, you know, it doesn't give you any actual, you know, benefit other than being able to show that you did what you did. Uh, I don't think it's forcing people. I think that it's nice that it gives people the option. You know, for a lot of people, you know, they're not going to get a lot out of. Um, they're not going to get a lot out of the twisted. You know, let's say like the people that aren't in the top. You know, one to five percent of players. You know, they're not going to get as much out of it so i think that giving people you know a lot of people something to strive for rather than trying to be number one in a certain thing like points or a skill you know this gives people you know some kind of reward for putting in the time that they're putting in so i i like i like that they can get uh rewards from it as long as you know they're cosmetic you get that uh and there's like that little slayer helmet um recolor i think that it's fine having these different trophies and things like that and again it's a great business decision i think they should keep them like you have to play the league to get them though personally because i i was looking at the uh, the trophy like dev blog there and it was saying that um you can make them available elsewhere um but like is that if you didn't play twisted league you can still achieve them somehow is that what that's saying? Because if it is, I I don't really see the point in having a trophy that you could achieve if you actually didn't play the Twisted League, kind of like the Slayer uh, Helm. It said that you can get it without actually getting the points yourself. So I don't know. All the other Helms, recolors, you have to get the specific drop because it's not tradable. Yeah, I think the think the fine line between that is the fact that obviously you trying to get this drop. If you're playing the main game, your account will never reset at any point, so you can passively achieve them all over however long you want. Whereas if you want to get these, you have to go out of your way, not progress your main account um, to actually obtain these. And I think some people are like, I want to, I, I want to actually be putting my time to my main account. Like RuneScape's already a time-consuming game. You've got to take away, I don't know, an extra hundred hours on this game mode to unlock things. I think upsets a few people. I agree with though. I feel like. Uh, going back to what Randy said about how you don't have to be at the top, but you'll still get something like the participation reward. I think some people aren't happy about that. I don't really know how I feel because I was like, yeah, I'm going to get top 1%, no problem. So I'm just going to get this dragon trophy. It's fine. I'm probably not going to get top 1% anymore. So my whole <laughs> like play of this game mode, I'm not even getting the best reward out of it. But it's just like, again, you just have to enjoy playing the game mode. And I'll decide at some point if I decide to just try and rush it out at the end. Yeah, I, I like it. So, you know, any anything to promote stuff like this, I'm going to always support. Especially, you know, it's cosmetic, so it's not really going to be impacting, you know, the larger part of the game. So, I'm all for it with, you know, they have like the little all the little things you can spend it on. Very good. Let's let because, you know, obviously the tournament, you know, or you know, it only goes until like January 16th. So, you know, once that hits, you know, it's done. So, letting people have something to take away from that is good i i know that we like let's say society has kind of gone um to where we're giving people a lot of participation trophies um <laughs> I was uh, say that too. but 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 i think in this situation you know getting some kind of participation trophy is acceptable i don't really have a problem with it at all 
and I like the idea of it. Uh, but they're saying that uh, you might be using your webcam mic. I don't know if it's picking up the wrong mic on Discord. Oh, is that for me? Oh, God. Yeah. Is that actually? Oh, Jesus. That's oh, what, I think it actually is. That's what, that's what they're saying. Hold on. Right, sorry, <laughs> does this sound like way better now? There yeah, yeah, there yeah. it is. Oh, God, I, I was joking in my chat saying I should use it as a joke, and I actually have accidentally done it. Okay, I apologize. <laughs> right, now we have the good microphone. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Uh, did anyone have any more to uh, throw in on uh, Twisted League here before we move on? Uh, I kind of um, wish I was more interested in it. That way I know what's happening, because it sounds a lot more interesting than like like what Bodhi said in the beginning. He said that uh, he wasn't interested or he wasn't too excited when they announced it, and neither was I. But now that like I've learned so much about it just being here, it sounds fairly interesting, and I kind of regret not looking more into it earlier. I think um, there's a because I mean I think a lot of people are the same. They didn't really care for it when it came out. It showed the hype, particularly when Wooks like broke his viewer record doing that raid on day four. I think it was. I think there's a very high chance there'll be another one. But I did think of that with King of the Skill as well, and that just disappeared off forever. So I can see leagues definitely returning, but it is hard to try and beat Zaya as an area, in my opinion. Well, I, I think that once they come out with the updates um, to like the Nightmare of Ashimara and like all the stuff that they're going to be doing out like in the Canifus area. I think that once all of that stuff gets put in, I, I would expect that to be the second place. You know, I, I would fully expect them to do another Twisted League and I would expect that location to be, you know, like the Canifus area. So I don't know. I, and I think that that would be a very good area. You know, you got, you know, raids two over there and you know, I, I don't know if the, you can what other content you'd uh, be like, but I think that it gives you, uh, you know, some goals to aim for in that area. Yeah, with more tenure, I've thought, I've thought about it a lot because I think that's what everyone expects. I feel if you were to put 2,000 people in that area, it's going to just be so competitive and impossible to progress. And it's like with one that I was thinking about is Barrows, how they've capped the doors in Barrows now, so you can't stall them. I don't know if that's in the main game or just like PvP worlds. I think it's just PvP worlds um but imagine like those doors with like 400 people doing barrows on one of the seven worlds or something it takes so long to do a barrows run mm. well maybe they could um change the doors to so like on for example like on tutorial island um you know they used and it came from i think like dead man years ago was that you, they'd have like 300 people trying to run through the same door and you'd have to like spam click it so like you'd be taking turns going in and out of the door i know that they have uh, come out with mechanics on tutorial island that have allowed it to where um if you click the door you're going through no matter what um i don't i don't know what it is exactly what they did on the coding for that but maybe they could do something similar for barrows where uh, you wouldn't run into that issue yeah, again, with more Tanya, I'm trying to work out if everyone started level three, where do you train? Because the only place I can think of, like, quickly off the top of my head is, I guess, Crawling Hands if you start with five Slayer, but if you have cows and chickens, the undead ones, you can't really put <laughs> 2,000 people in that place. Yeah, good point. What do you think would be the, if they were to come out with a different uh, Twisted League, what spot, what area do you think would be best then? It should be 2005 Scape. Ooh, I'm down for that. I've been playing that for the past eight months or something. <laughs> I think that would be very interesting. 
Yeah, I feel... I mean, I thought, again, they were just trying to force us all to go to Zaya, but at the end of, well, playing it and being like a week in, we realized Zaya is actually probably the perfect place because it does have like access to kind of everything. If they did a Twisted League that was the whole of Galinor, it would be... It wouldn't really feel that special because obviously there's not really too much like area locked to it. So if it's like in a way where you can choose a starting area, then unlock more areas, you could split the game slightly, but there could be like a no-brainer first place to go. But you could obviously just build your own strategies where if you just break every area of Galinor down to like Wilderness, then like Kandarin or something like that, or just Varrock as a town, people would choose their own for their own strategies, then unlock more through that. It could work, but I do think it's going to be tough to beat Zayn. All right, let's move on. Um, there was the game improvements um, <clears throat> poll blog, which went out. And, you know, on this, um, you know, we got like infinite spices. Um, you can drink and eat food with the bank interface open. There's some other interface changes and um, prayer rearrangements and Dragonstone armor. And the poll booth has been changed to where like, you know, like, it's in your account management tab, so you don't even have to go to a poll booth anymore. Talk about ruining the old school feel. <laughs> um, but what do you what do you guys think about everything um, that went on in this um, update here? And is there anything you think significant um, that you like or dislike? <clears throat> the ones that I saw that passed that I liked involved the jewelry box having the previous location option. Um. I think that'll be useful um, for a lot of people, myself included. And also, um, of course, now I forget which one it was. Um, I, there was some that I thought that I was surprised that they actually failed. Um, I think like the spice rack failed, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, the bank interface. I mean, I don't agree with having the option to do things while the bank's open, like eating or drinking potions or gearing. It just, I'm not a fan of that, but obviously it's going to be very nice and I'm going to use it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those are the two main things. Uh, opening bank or doing thing while the bank is open, sorry. And then uh, previous location on the jewelry box. Uh, oh, actually, hold on, hold on, oh, sorry. sorry. My bad. I just thought of uh, the open bag thing, that's actually very useful for a lot of people. I saw someone type it in the chat. Jam bag and coal bag seems like a massive uh, help for everyone. Iron Man at Blast Furnace. Yeah. Uh, just more generally speaking, I think there are many janky things, like how spices are handled in old school, that play an underrated role in what makes the soul of old school at least the way I've experienced the game. So unless there's a like unless there's a really good reason why something should change, it probably shouldn't. Uh, the interface changes look nice, just skimming over them. And the third or the C armor, whichever one that is, I think that one looks the best. And the A armor looks like it came out of RS3. Let's see. So I'm, I'm looking at that armor now. And let's see. The C one, you, like, I feel like it'd be difficult to see what's kind of going on with that. Uh, I, I would say that I probably like B or D the best of those armor options, but going up, um, some of the things that I really liked on that is the, <clears throat> um, so like the graceful allowing you to, you know, get past, like get some stuff if you don't have the full set. So making 
the energy restoration give partial which is nice the other thing um that i dislike though i really don't like that they've made it to where you can and i know that it sounds very negative but i don't like that you're you can vote anywhere at any time i know that that sounds very nice and convenient but i want my poll booth you know as the as the main location for it i mean i I understand it's a, you know, streamline the process a lot better. There's going to probably be a lot more people voting like this, but, you know, it, I was surprised uh, that the comment I came up with my old school feel. <laughs> Wait, is this, uh, are you looking at the Dragonstone armor here or? Yeah, yeah. Is it the pot booth? Yeah, I'm well, looking at um, the, the number eight. Well, sorry, not number eight. Jeez, uh, option A. That's horrible. Good God. If I don't know who's going for that, but that is absolutely disgusting. I really don't like that. For me, I'd say I like the helmet on D a lot. So between B and D, I think, uh, it's kind of like the Tyrus helm sort of look um, or like a heraldic helm. So I kind of like that. I've just skimmed through a few of these and I've read a few uh, a few of them. Um, I'm not a fan of the Mage Training Arena uh, interface. I think that's a mobile friendly thing, but that interface for Mage Training Arena, I've known that since like, the day that update came out, so I just I just like it for some reason. The other one doesn't look too good. Other than that, a lot of this uh, just does look like it could have been in the game since the day of release uh, of some of these things. So some of them seem quite harmless. Others, though, uh, I don't really know. I think again, going to the spices one, it is. I mean, I've done my fair share of like seventy boosts and not getting my plus five, but that Ooh. plus five boost for some skills is very powerful, particularly uh, particularly for Iron Man. If you play Iron Man, you've probably done a plus five boost at some point for maybe like a jewelry piece or to plant like a tree. Construction um, really so... useful for as well. Oh, the plus five. Yeah. Yeah, because you can you plus five. You need that, that crystal sword. You get like the pools early, don't you? So yeah. every almost everyone's probably like dealt with these at some point. So I don't really know how it would be if you could have like a, almost a borderline permanent like plus five if you have the spices or an infinite amount. Um, but obviously if you have to collect them and stick it into one, that's not too bad. So I think most of these are semi harmless to add. Uh, again, when it comes down to quality of life things, I always like think about it because again, I'm, I'm I'm playing with zero quality of life on one of my accounts, so it's a bit of a nightmare to play but it just permanently has that old school feel that I've been used to for like so many years. I'm not too afraid of change, but if I go down to these Fremenic C boots, like I look at those and I'm so used to the first ones, but the second ones just make more sense to me. Like if they came in and like that on day one, nobody would complain, but they have that now nostalgia to it. You know, I hate the change of nostalgia, but I think no, most of this are neutral on. Yeah, they had a couple good ones in there. I like the, uh, the looting bog. Looting bag, the uh, jewelry interface. And let's see. Crystal pick one was good. And the maiden fix was a long time coming. I know some people that have been doing Tubi have been waiting for that for like over a year. I think the only one that I would say I dislike is the beginner clue one. But yeah, for the most part, pretty good. Yeah, I liked a lot of what they did. So now let's move on to the, the nightmare of ashimara blog so there's a lot to talk about on here but let's first talk about uh the inquisitor's armor set and things so it's uh set to be the highest crush accuracy and you know what do you guys think about um this set and mace stat wise and like what do you think about how it visually looks just give me your whole opinion on this inquisitor's armor so the set looks all right. I don't think it's anything like special. 
but I feel like the boss will be weak to crush because Jagex has like a, a pattern of like for raids one, uh, the Tebow drop is good against Dome, and for TOB, Scythe is good against Versic. So I feel like the mace will be pretty useful. Hopefully the set will too. But yeah, it doesn't look anything special. It is a one hand. It is going to be the uh, one-handed best in slot crush weapon though. So that'll be interesting if it's actually used on the boss. What are some of the areas that it would be like by far best at that you know of? Um, I think really only Ashiyama if it's weak to crush. Maybe t because Elder Molin. Uh, bludgeon are higher crush bonus, but they're two-handed. And you don't really use crush weapons in a lot of places besides Tecton and uh, Vedion, but Vedion is a uh, wieldy weapon. So it'll be interesting to see if it's useful. A couple people saying um, KQ and Gargs, Bandos, areas that Cerberus, probably too, maybe. People use yeah, yeah, but how, Scythe how is best in slot at a lot of those places. With a Dragon Warhammer spec, could you say that it's useful anywhere where a Dragon Warhammer might be used? Like you could have that as your spec gear? Yeah, because you, you, obviously the Dragon Warhammer, all you need yeah, to do is hit accuracy. any positive number, and that extra like crush bonus could increase that so much that your consistent damage of you hitting the hammer to lower the defense over like loads of kills, it could be better to wear that over the armor. Yeah. It looks like people are saying that, yeah, you'd replace Bando's with uh bando's armor with that armor for d warhammer mm -hmm. spec so probably gonna have a lot of really good use then um uh, pvm wise it'll you know, a bunch of different locations then so very nice for that yeah i like the look of it i feel the one thing i don't like about this armor is it's best in slot crush it's capped on a 30 defense requirement i don't know what you guys think of that but i feel something like that maybe shouldn't hit such a low defense requirement Yeah. I well, I'm, I'm kind of looking at it and you know, comparing the stats, I would say that it probably should be a little bit higher. Uh, for certain, uh, I don't know the stats of like a rune, like I guess 30. Let me look up like an Addy, Addy plate body stats, defense wise, trying to look at how they elk it out. So, um, its defense stats. Are, so like for the plate of it is pretty similar uh it's pretty similar in defensive stat wise to addy plate body with its uh like defense against flash but i would agree given given um the attack but obviously that doesn't give any attack bonus i would say giving the giving a much higher um increase on that just because the attack bonus it gives would be certainly he did. Yeah, there's also... Have you got the Addy, Addy armor up still? Yeah. What's the... On the defense bonuses of this, all of it is zero magic defense? Like, do you feel with a piece of armor, it should have a negative mage defense? Um... So I'm looking here, that, so like the Addy plate gives a negative six, and... I don't know. Um... I don't think that the its defense um, against magic really is that big. Because I, I feel like, as we discussed, kind of like what its um, uses would be at, it wouldn't really be something that you'd be wielding for an extended period of time to where your defense against magic really matters that much, unless that's something that's very important for the um, the boss that they're coming out with. Um, I didn't, I actually didn't notice the uh, no um, negative defense against mage. I don't, and 
it's pretty powerful armor looking at it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. even the uh the mace too, it's like <clears throat> it's exactly the same stats as a rapier but crush. I think it has plus 95 crush attack whereas the rapier has plus 94 stab has the exact same strength as well. Um and then the armor is just it's like crush bandos basically there's no defense it's just attack um it kind of looks like just a car that's the only thing that i would say in terms of the actual look of it but yeah you guys have already kind of gone over where it'll be useful and stuff it's just best in slot crush i like visually how it looks but i think the armor is way too powerful to be 30 defense yeah, I was going to say, like, what do you guys think of the 30 defense requirement for something? Like, I don't know how good is, if you wear a full piece of armor, like, I'm not too sure the accuracy bonuses on most armor. I normally go off strength bonus. This thing, if you wear everything, would have plus 32 crush accuracy. Like, how big is that, truly? Like, a berserker, no, a berserker would be defensive, isn't it? If the tyrannical ring's plus 8, this whole armor's plus 32. Yeah. Because you're probably best for that, you could say. Um, I'm not sure. It depends where you're using. But like you guys mentioned before, if you were to use it, I feel like it would just be briefly as like a switch for hammer specs. But I mean, it sounds like that's a huge accuracy increase. Yeah. Well, the, the defense level for sure is really low. It's it's going to be kind of weird that like Zerker Pierce can use this, but. If yeah. they raise the defense on it, I think it would be all right. Yeah, I've seen people say that it's giving Zerkers, uh, giving Zerkers Bando's armor, essentially. Mm-hmm. All right, um, let's move on then to the the Nightmare Staff, which is just under that. So the Nightmare Staff, um, it was proposed that it can auto-cast standard and ancient spells, has three different attachments for it. And, you know, one of those attachments allows you to auto-cast the normal magic spells one tick faster than you normally would. Uh, Another one allows it to use 50% of the spec attack to hit up to 58 uh, base damage, which doesn't include, you know, like all the potential boosts that you could have, you know, like with the damage increase. And then there's another uh, attachment which uses 75% of the spec, hits up to a 44, and based on what you hit, it will restore your prayer points 50% of the damage dealt, and it will allow your prayer to stack above 99 up to level 120, so kind of like an SGS spec, if you will. But obviously you can only have one of these attachments on, but what do you think about the staff and the things that they're adding on here? Um, because I, I really like the idea of of this staff and some of the things they can put on. Um, the does seem to be pretty powerful, though. You know, just 65 magic to equip. Um, but, you know, 75 if you have the orb, one of the attachments on. I would say that overall, you know, I, I like that they're giving it different options because it makes it a lot uh, it gives it a lot of different potential uses for it rather than, you know, and, you know, trying to limit it by having these different attachments, I think is great. Uh, that way you're not going to like, it won't just be by itself, just so powerful where you can pick what it is that you're going to use out of it. I don't know. I, I like the idea of it. 
Yeah, I think the variety of attachments that they offer is interesting. Like the the one tick faster thing is literally meant for PKers because it only works on normal spell books. So people that do like fire surge rushing stuff like that would be good for that. Uh, having a mage special attack is a long time coming because we haven't seen that. The game's been out for what like six years now. So it'll be nice to have something that actually is a magic spec. And the prayer one, I don't know, doesn't seem that useful. Might be useful. Yeah, for field PVMing. All right, go ahead. Yeah, the damage, the damage one, I think that's the most important. I've seen some clips on Twitter and all that, and most people, when it was in the beta testing, were saying it was, like, incredibly broken. Um, but it's like you said, um, the whole game, the only magic special attack I think we ever got, in a way, was the Staff of the Dead, which was defensive. So this is the first, like, offensive one, and it's a, it's a big offensive one here. It just really is, like, working out how powerful will this actually be in the game when it releases is it going to get nerfed immediately because i think if it comes in now from what was tested nobody's really happy with it so if you take that to pking one thing that i think is kind of broken in pking right now is nobody dies nobody mm -hmm. dies so if you add this staffing people will start dying left and right i think because it would be so much harder to like deal with how many of like strong weapons you could be attacked with obviously it could do the complete opposite if everyone starts dying a lot i don't know i mean the pking community obviously right now is quite small is this i can't speak on behalf of them but is this staff a super powerful damage staff that prevents people like camping primarily is it a good thing that you can just die that easily now because i think it would be because people would actually start dying again in the wilderness which would be good to see as for the autocast one uh with one tick early i feel it just kind of makes it into a trident so i don't think it's that mandatory or anything i don't think it's too powerful i don't know if it'd be like a best in slot anywhere if you combined it with like a tome uh, or something because it could be good at Ulm at that point, maybe, because it'd be a... Um... No, it wouldn't really... It just, it'd still be five tick, though. Oh, no, it does, yeah. So you could take that to Ulm with Fire Surge, couldn't you? Which could be better than the Trident for, like, a speedrun, maybe. As for the Prayer one, again, I mean, I think Prayer prayer in the game isn't too important now. Everyone, everyone really learns how to one-tick flick, so restoring Prayer points would be good for, like, maybe the Inferno or anything where you've got to marathon some Prayer points, but... I feel kind of the SGS. I don't really think that one's going to be too good, but it could have its niches. I think it's the damage one will be where the money is. Yeah, I do like that it allows you to stack your prayer up to 120. Um, I, I don't think that you can get your prayer up to that uh, right now. I don't think there's a way of doing that. Correct me if I'm wrong. but Ancient Mace, you could do it, but that's obviously mm. pretty crap. Ah, okay. I thought you could only get up to one um, and with that. So, okay, all right. Oh yeah, it, it might have a prayer cap actually, but that's the only thing I think that can boost your prayer above ninety nine, except for like the uh, the altar in the monastery. Oh, okay. They're saying that the ancient mace can get you up to one thirty eight. Thanks. All right. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> well then, shit. Maybe they should have um you know done something similar. All right. All right. Yeah. That seeing that now that that attachment is going to be pretty crap. Does the staff do anything by itself? I haven't like looked into it too much. Or do you need attachments for it to do shit? Um, it looks like it just has the ability to autocast standard and ancient spells. 65 okay. magic is just vanilla, I think. Gotcha. All right, so let's go to move on to the Siren's Tome. So this one, uh, uh, pretty controversial. Uh, so it has a 4% mage damage increase offhand weapon, which would be best in slot, uh, and it did pass the poll. 
a couple days after passing, the mods put out a post that they will not be adding this item to the game. Um, and they pretty much just... They, they felt for the, um, for the integrity of the game that it should not be added. So it will not be added even though it passed the poll. What do you guys think about that? I think that they were surprised about the number of things that passed because there is such a variety of rewards coming out from Ashley. But I think it would have been a, a good addition, and it's kind of weird that they didn't add it even though it passed. Maybe it would have been better as like a arcane add-on to not devalue the arcane. But yeah, I think they were just surprised how many things passed, so that's their reasoning. Yeah, I feel... Um... I feel a an offhand damage bonus for magic is or does have a space in the game. I think a lot of people were saying that it would speed Slayer up by quite a lot. Um, but the main thing I saw about this was everyone obviously arguing the Mage's Book versus the Arcane to actually make this thing. I'm wondering like how it works, where you could just do a combination of all three. Like you have your Mage's Book, you can add your Siren's Tome and get some sort of offhand that's decent, but then you can also add an Arcane to it, and then obviously add the ability to like break down any arcane spirit shield and iron man could potentially have to get their sigil back to obviously upgrade to this potential best in slot because i think in a way the arcane spirit shield itself doesn't really have many places it's actually that good in the game because again it comes down to like obviously this is like dps game now like defense bonus isn't too important but i wonder how it would work if you had an item in the game that was a mage's book add a siren's tome and then on top of that you could also add an arcane sigil and just make it like a permanent best in slot mage offhand like there's nothing you can really add to the game that would be better than that but then it just depends how strong is this item going to be because it's going to cost a fortune mage's book will hold value the arcane could go all over and then obviously the new item we've no idea um i thought it was like i don't think this has ever happened before have they done this before where something's passed a poll and they've taken it like not done it uh yes the <laughs> real real boys will remember the mini game reward shop which passed a poll uh in 2014 and we're still waiting on the mini game reward shop it's in the backlog <laughs> yeah. um but I, th that was more so due to lack of content not uh like a deliberate intentional we are not adding this um and like a knee jerk you know and perhaps knee jerk isn't the right word to an immediate swift response saying that although this passed, we're not going to add it. Uh, I don't remember anything like this. Yeah, I know, like uh, was said earlier, they, they weren't expecting so many things to pass. I think it also had to do with that uh, incident, I guess, on Twitter where people were mentioning that I think it was geared towards Iron Man rather than having to camp the arcane sigil for like a one in one K drop that this would help them have a better option. So they don't have to get an arcane. Um, I don't know like how true that is or whatnot, but I, I personally wasn't a fan of this coming in and I prefer the arcane to be best in slot for mage. Um, I would see more of like the staff being a thing rather than the tome. I'd prefer like a uh, mage staff, like a uh, a KO weapon, to be in the game over an offhand mage, because like we've said, we have we don't really have 
a uh, a mage weapon that can KO someone in the game. I think it was very interesting that they decided to not add the, uh, the post that they made when they talked about the decision, you know, saying that it's not going to be added. I appreciate that they had a very long, well thought out uh, post where they talked about um, the reasons why adding it. Um, and you know, they, they, they talk, they, they did a phenomenal job at explaining why it's not being added. And that I think is very important. I, and I think that they should take more, um, you know, I'd, I'd be, you know, we've talked about before about, um, the polling system and, you know, I'd be totally fine if, you know, we moved completely away from that. And, you know, I, I, I like to see that they're making, you know, decisions like this to not add something like the the average play you know but players don't always know what's best for the game um mods don't always either but you know i'm glad that they were able to identify this as something that shouldn't be added and um addressed it as something to not add i i think they did a phenomenal job um getting right at it right away addressing it and the way in which they conveyed their message was good so full support on the way in which they I don't know almost anything about the PVM or PvP meta or how OP this tome would be, but I'm glad the mods had the gumption and foresight to risk upsetting the community over something they realized they believe should not have been pulled in the first place. Yeah, I agree. All right, something oh, hold up. I want to answer this one, Randy, my bad. No, no, I mean like the next question. Oh, oh, your name was crossed off. Yeah, oh. yeah, I was just about to uncross it. Okay. All right, so we're mo moving on to the next topic. Uh, something that was added recently is the boss high scores. Uh, they were finally added. So what do you guys think about the boss high scores page? Um, you know, about it being finally added. Do you think that the way that the high scores are now are a complete mess and need to be completely redesigned? Yes, or, and you know, is, is there any of the boss kill counts? You know, you know, maybe one guy has you know four hundred thousand kills of a th like. Is there anything that surprises you about like who has the most of any kind of kill counts or anything? What, what right. do you guys? Think? I just, I just opened up this boss high scores for the first time, and I'm on the I'm on the RuneScape high scores right now, and I'm scrolling above the top where it's high scores Iron Man, Ultimate Iron Man, blah blah blah. I'm like, where the hell's the bosses? And then I'm clicking this down arrow sixteen times to get all of the bosses on screen. I've got to manually click them all to see who's like kind of doing well. So immediately, yeah, I think the high scores definitely need some sort of revamp here because I thought it was going to have another one at the top next to all these Iron Man modes where it was like bosses, even though it's not a separate game mode, uh, where I could just scroll down all the bosses and see them more quickly to like who's actually at the top. Um, other than that, I think the boss high scores itself, I don't qualify for like any of these, but I feel there's a lot of people that literally, they play the game to do specific things. And obviously with bosses, they might just kill those uh, a lot of the time. Uh, so I think I think it's good because it's probably maybe not motivating, but it's nice for someone that maybe just farms one boss all day because they enjoy it like probably raids uh, where they can actually be at the top. But it really may, it makes you wonder like how many people actually care who's like got rank one in a specific boss or top five in a boss compared to 200 mils in the skills uh, or 200 mil obviously in every single skill in the game. I feel skills, people are still tracking those more uh, to see who's hitting them, like, towards 4.6 bill or something. I had a quick look around a few, though. I was interested in Zulra to see who was number mm -hmm. one there. 
Uh, oh god, how many is it? This is disgusting. <laughs> this guy's literally not left Zora since like the day of release or something. <laughs> 121,792 Zoras this guy's killed. That is... Whew, I don't want to... He's probably not even got any money because I bet he staked it all. Like, there's a guy that just <laughs> killed Zora, staked it, and lost it, and then repeated for like three years of his life, and then at the end of the three years had the same gold he had three years ago, and as long as he enjoyed it, that's good. But then I checked Obor as well. I was curious. There's a guy in free-to-play. He's rank one in both of the free-to-play bosses. Bryofta um, and Obor, this Tanadino dude, has 2,000 Obor kills and 1,100 Bryofta kills. That guy's in free-to-play, so I'm wondering how long that actually takes with like a rune simi or something. Oh my gosh. I just went to the high scores page and wow. This yeah, is... you gotta break your finger scroll wheeling. This, <laughs> yeah. is, this is not good. This is not optimal. Break it down for me. Oh man. Well, you I was gonna say this. I had no opinion on it, but now I have a big opinion. Uh, yeah, it's definitely not good. There should just be like, you know, boss a boss tab, and then in the boss tab you can have like how it works with skills. You have all the skills at the top, and you can like or so or I don't know something like that. Something that I don't know. They can they get paid to figure this out, not me. Uh. <laughs> True. I wonder if the, if the Chinese overlords have seen the high scores page and what they think. But if I had to change one thing about the high scores page, it would just be the name. It's literally high scores as in high, like hello, and then scores. It doesn't make any sense. It looks really like... But my old school feel. Oh, that's old school? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. Old okay, then I'm, I'm fine with it. But <laughs> I thought they deliberately... I like I thought they changed it from high scores to like this form of high scores and no. I didn't know that. Uh, so, oh, man. Yeah. oh yep. Wait, is it is it this way in RS three two? I'm pretty sure it is. I'm not sure. Right, I'll go check that out. But yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah, like <clears throat> like all you were saying, I think the one reason why my mouse broke last week was from scrolling all through all that shit. It's kind of fucked to let's simply put it's just terribly designed um i also don't know if it has anything to do, to do with why high scores page in general stopped working like my when i log off like trying to find like resetting cml or it just seems the high score page is all messed up now because of the inclusion of the boss high scores i don't know if it has anything to do with that or if it's just weird timing and uh, the funny, like, I saw the Zora page, and some guy had 130,000. He was rank one, and then he got banned because they figured he was botting. So I, that was funny seeing he was rank one, then he got yoinked off the Rest in rank, peace. rank one spot. It's also interesting because a couple of my buddies who PVM have said, like, now I understand why you go for 200 mils. <laughs> and... Because they saw themselves like rank 18 Hydra, for example, or whatever. And they kind of got a little bit of the understanding as to why certain people go for 200 mil ranks. So I think it's cool. Yeah. More, more on that next topic. Yeah, I think overall it was a really good update. Long time coming. The interface points you guys brought up are pretty accurate. Like the scrolling is a bit unnecessary. I don't know how they would necessarily fix it. Maybe like a, a tab to switch over to boss high score so you don't have to scroll. But yeah, like Dan was saying, it's, it's interesting to have ranks now for PVM. 
because a lot of the ranks for XP are taken. But for PVM, it's basically if you want rank one, you can get it. There's infinite amount. I wonder if it caps the page at a certain kill. I don't think it does based on the, the Zora Casey's. It doesn't look mm -hmm. like. Is, is the Zora Casey the most Casey of any boss? Um, I didn't check all I, like 35 so, bosses, yeah. but. I think so. It must be. Okay. Uh, I think that this is really great to add. The idea of it is fantastic. The execution of it has been abysmal so far. Um, but like, if you go on your like your personal high scores page, you know, ev everyone go do that. Like, go to your personal high scores page. You'll see all of your stats, and then if you scroll down, you'll see clue scrolls if you've done any. And I already didn't like that that was added down and on there. And then now you'll see for every single boss, you'll see these you know. 30 30 40 bosses that are now added on to your page uh and it, it's like more it's more than doubled the length of the high scores page and i just don't like how it is added on there and if you also look it's listed under uh they initially had it as like a mini game category where they listed you know like your rolls and like your uh last man standing points and stuff like that but now like you know that's not the case that like the bosses are listed under the mini game section, which is just factually incorrect. And I love that this data is available. I think that there is a lot of work um, to be done to get it to be presentable for for us to view. Because yeah, I love the idea of this being available. Like <clears throat> you know, getting to see what ranks people are in certain things. Like even myself, like getting certain um you know not many but getting to see like how many i've done i like the idea of it but damn does it look bad like, we're gonna, like, i've literally just i've high scored myself i haven't logged on i've lo logged into my account for like three or four months because i don't have my authenticator right now i don't have any bosses on my page right now mine looks beautiful oh i'm very jealous <laughs> damn. Uh, if you don't kill any either they won't show up so just don't kill bosses there you go. <laughs> I just really it's more efficient don't, not to play. I just really don't know why they the scroll bar on the left hand side with everything on it, it it's it's a real mess. It's very hard to <sighs> I love that it's there. I don't love how it looks. But I was surprised looking at this. There's someone with, um, I think it was like 14,000 Todd kills. Um, I'm sorry, it's he has 15,188 Todd kills, which um, is a lot. You know, that's more than, he's got like 4,000 more than second place. I don't know how many kills it is to get 200 mil, but certainly there's, I mean, there seems to be a real drop off with uh, kills around like the, like high seven thousands mark, so maybe that's around how many it takes, um, you know, around seven thousand or so to get two hundred mil fire making there. But man, fifteen thousand like that's a lot of winter Todd. I don't know, that's bad. That's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> must be dry on that pet, I guess. Um, so what kind of impact do you think that these boss high scores will have on competitive pvm if any so uh, like 
efficient hours boss. I think that uh, that's been added on, or they're working on getting that added on to HTML. Uh, I'm not. I, I think that that's a work in progress where it has been. Yeah, as uh, like Dan was talking about his friend saying, like, now I understand why you guys go for 200 mils. I think that it's a really, you know, another like excellent business decision where people are going to play longer. They're going to play more. So, you know, therefore more membership money, more bond money. It's you know, they've been doing an excellent job um, with business decisions um, lately. And I think that this will have a pretty good impact on people moving forward. Yeah, especially since, you know, XP's capped off. does not appear that there's any cap on kills. So if you want the rank one, you know, fire kills, you can get it. Oh, yeah, I, I was going to say that, that um, with the PVM high scores, I feel with the boss high scores, I because these are quite new, I feel more people care about the 200 mils in the skills. Like most people would be like, well, some people would have been following like who was going to be the first to hit it when the game first released. And then now, obviously, it's now following who's hitting 4.6 billion. So we have three people with 4.6 right now. But the boss high scores, they, there is no, like you said, there is no cap. So if you actually want to get rank one in something at some point, you can like start now and commit. I don't know how long you can, but you can never get rank one in a skill in the game ever again at this point, unless I think everyone gets banned above you. In a boss, you can actually get rank one at some point in the near future if you generally wanted to commit that long to killing a boss. Personally, for like, I mean, if you get rank one, I mean, I look at these boss kill counts and I, I don't really care about the rank one for a boss personally. I like, I care more for the skills, but it does open up the ability where if somebody actually wants to achieve like single figures in something and they might already be close, they can commit time to doing it. Yeah, I think the potential for getting rank one will interest some people a lot more than that. It's also nice that they're going to add EHB to CML. That'll be interesting to see how their rankings turn out on. But yeah, the fact that there's no cap makes it really interesting. Like if you really wanted rank one, you could. And there's such a variety of bosses too. It's probably not that difficult to get rank one in like a lesser killed boss. Really opens up a lot for competitive PVMing, I'd assume. Yeah, I think so as well. You know, I, I didn't know that you were rank two chambers of Derek challenge mode. Did you know that before yeah. the uh, high scores? Yeah. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> yeah, that's pretty pretty nice. I didn't did not know you were that high on that one. Good shit. Two thousand and one. I haven't even done a single challenge mode at any point. I might do my first in Twisted League if I get my stuff, but I've never actually done one. Yeah, they're pretty fun. You don't have to scout or anything, so pretty chill. Wait, did you did you do the bulk of those with the old Ice Demon? Um, yeah, I did. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> that's yeah, that, I think the update for Ice Demon came when I was like 1900 KC. Oh, that I started doing raids and it got like nerfed in like a week. I was so happy. I was there on stream raging about Ice Demons constantly. Jack's like, yeah, we'll nerf it. I was like, oh, thank you very much, mate. Streamer favoritism officially exists when that, that Ice Demon got nerfed. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about the boss high scores having no cap just because... I like it because it gives you, you know, motivation to go and go for rank one, but then it's like, it's not a permanent lock. So you can just always be passed. It's never like I'm, you can't say like Link says, like I'm rank one first to 200 mil. You can't be like, I was first to killing such and such boss or whatever. 
So it's kind of like a positive and a negative because there's no cap. Um, I don't know if the boss high scores has changed how people are doing bossing now in terms of EHB. Like, I don't know, because maybe it's just because I don't watch that many PVM streams to begin with, but it just seems as though a lot more guys are doing like three plus three corp or like three. I've seen one guy killing Calphite queen with three accounts, like three alts. It just seems as though they're, it's just coming more popular to uh, kill them in different ways or just maybe the timing. I don't know if the boss high scores has had any effect on that, but I like it overall. Seeing the new methods and stuff is cool. Talk talk about your friend a little bit who is saying that now he understands. Like, what what else did he have to say with that? Anything? Nothing really. Yeah, he was. I think he was. He has like nine thousand Hydra KC. So he saw himself. I think he was rank eighteen, and it just has given him, I guess, motivation to because he was going to stop at ten k, and he's like, I think I'm just going to keep grinding it out and see, I guess, how long, like how far you can go without burning killing the boss I don't know. it wasn't too much like of a conversation it was just more so of like a lot of people don't get the 200 mil grind if they're like pvmers uh usually um they'll come in and just be like i don't know how you do this you have like something going on in your head <laughs> um but i guess now they understand uh, how it feels to i guess see your time being paid off so to speak on the high scores yeah, I really, I really like it. Um, you know, for example, like one one high scores page that you know, pro- pro- like the high scores page of any player that probably looks the best in the game is uh, for Hey Jace, you know, because all of the PVM kills that he's now racking up uh, post two hundred mil all, you know, it makes your account look you know even much better than that. You know, I'd be very interested to see a future uh, CML update where it combines. Efficient hours played and efficient hours bossed. You know, get some oh, kind man. of com- yeah, get, get some kind of combination of that. That would be. There you go. That's a that's a million dollar idea, Dalton. Go ahead, take it. Gonna slow the website down even more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I I really love the idea of the boss high scores. Uh, I would say like it makes me more likely to uh, do anything post two hundred mil all. So I think it's a very good idea. All right. Um, so they came out with a post that there has been a lot of connectivity issues um, where they address the issues that the players have been mm. having over the last couple of weeks. Uh, and they talked about how they were aware of it and you know, they're working on trying to get that to... Their... Oh, hold on. There's actually a server maintenance announcement earlier today. Uh, oh geez looks like that um i i imagine that it's probably going to be in regards to the uh announcements that they've been having but uh but on the connectivity issues post they talked about how they're aware of the issues and that they're working on getting it taken care of and everything um and they provided up-to-date updates on what was going on with this so how did those connectivity issues impact you if at all well, I got lucky on this one. Um, it was over the weekend uh, when I wasn't actually here. I was, so I got hit a bit with it. I think for like 
two days um, before I actually left. So I had a very small burnout because I, I couldn't kill shamans on Twisted League and um, because I was just disconnecting and I didn't really want to do anything else. Like whenever I get to a point on RuneScape where there's one thing I want to do, but I can't do it because let's say I have a connection issue, I burn out so quick. I just can't be bothered playing the game until the uh, connections uh, get done. So I just locked out for the day. And then I went on holiday and I get back and the service will fix the day I got back. So that was really lucky timing for me. So I missed all of that one right there. Connectivity issues, though, they've happened many times in the past on RuneScape. Um, and I do feel that Jaggets do always fix them eventually. It will happen because um, we went through hell with it back when um, it's back when my first hardcore died to a disconnection. They fixed it the day I died or the day after I died, which kind of upset me a bit. But I guess you can't you, get lucky you were all the time. A, you were a martyr. Yeah, I went down. They fixed it the next day. It was fine. Um, but it ha we've had the problems before. They do fix the service for a, a while. And I'd like to say it does actually fix the service for a longer period of time than they're actually like quite scuffed. Um, so I'd say that when they do fix this, if they haven't already, because I've seen some people disconnecting, but I've not DC'd, I don't think, since I got back. Um, so I, they'll fix it. And then I do believe eventually in the future, they're going to start going to crap again. And then eventually they'll fix it. So it's kind of a cycle we go through. It's more worrying if they ever hit a point where they can't actually fix whatever's causing the connection issue and the game just lags permanently. Like that genuinely, I don't think it can happen, but that genuinely worries me because I just don't know how I'd play the game. Personally, I I only had, uh, it was weird actually. I was on all of my alts on RuneLite, but my main account wouldn't work on runelight for like six hours one day cool. but like the the client would load and everything but walking around i would just constantly dc and then someone told me to open up the vanilla clients and i did and it worked perfectly fine didn't lag at all so um yeah 491 home world was good for me the whole time when people were complaining a lot of people were complaining about mobile i don't know if mobile got hit more than i guess if you were on your PC or whatnot. Um, but yeah, personally, I wasn't really affected by it. Um, just that one day where it was just simply switching over to the vanilla client instead of RuneLite. Yeah, I noticed some lag a couple days ago. It was kind of a, but like someone just mentioned before, they usually fix it fairly quickly. But yeah, it is kind of annoying when it does come because it usually lasts for like the day at least. But yeah, it's nothing unexpected. I thought it was pretty bad. Um, oh, not this last Sunday, but the Sunday before that. I was trying to do some agility, and I was getting like 45k an hour um, at Artie while trying to like actually play uh, due to how bad the connection issues were. It was getting to be very frustrating. Um, there was a lot of issues on mobile, so... I unfortunately I had to uh, get my phone replaced um, and I got it back now. But for like while those servers were really bad, I had to use an i like a backup iPhone during that period of time. And there was a lot of it like you could not connect for multiple days to um, mobile on iOS devices. So there ended up being like a roundabout way that came out a couple days later on how you'd be able to get around that, which was like loading up the like manually selecting so like going on like chrome or safari or whatever and going to like the runescape homepage and then manually selecting a german or australian or um 
I think it was German or Australian world and selecting your world that way because like an American world wouldn't load up, a UK world wouldn't load up. So you had to like do some roundabout stuff just to be able to get it to come up on 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 mobiles and you know that was directly linked to the the issues that we were having. I haven't had any issues in the last week, but that was incredibly frustrating. Well, to make a long story short, after one great year off, the stars aligned, and so I'm back to playing for at least two weeks. So I thought it'd be fun to honor our savior, Autumn Elegy, and hit up the quarry mine this morning bright and early. But, lo and behold, I'm trying to learn the rhythm and like all the the things you need to learn in order to do the uh, the granite efficiently. But then, whoops, sorry, you gotta start over because of all the uh, connection issue, which was very... Um, at first, I didn't even notice like some of the lag just because I didn't know if so I you're was having lag right right now. Now. you're having lag right now while you're today while you're playing. Uh, yeah, earlier I was like, I man, oh man, it was not a pleasant experience. But on top of that, I was streaming at the regular time. And so trying to read the chat and respond to it while learning this method, while the lag is, oh man, did it's, not go well. It's just one more reason why it's more efficient not to play. <laughs> all right so the christmas event is currently out and with that uh i did the christmas event um but you know i want to talk about um you know if you guys have done it what do you guys think about this year's christmas event and I'm, I'm sure you guys have done a christmas event at some point in time in the past what is your all-time favorite runescape christmas event uh i didn't do the one that's currently out uh i don't plan to I don't remember any of the past ones, but I am curious to know the answer to this question, especially how you guys think the current one is, because I haven't heard about it. Um, so I did it. I thought that it was definitely lacking compared to the other ones. Uh, <clears throat> so spoiler alert, if you have not done the uh, new event, here's some spoilers. Pretty much you got to free some cooks that are locked in a uh, like a closet. And you get a gnome shield out of it. And it takes like four minutes to do. Not really engaging. The majority of it is just skipping chat dialogue and watching a cutscene. That <laughs> that is the majority of it. Um so I thought that this one was very poor. Uh, I think I, I, I do not believe that I did last year's event, but I felt that this year's event was just bad. And you know, I wish that they would have been able to put a little bit more time and effort into it. You know, obviously it's nice being able to get the uh, prizes at the end. But uh, my all-time favorite Christmas event was the one where you had to go to Diango's little shop uh, where he is, um, you know, like the little underground warehouse thing that he had. Um, and mm -hmm. he has like his whole little tool stuff. And I think from th and I think from that specific event, what you got was like the scarves and the hat. So that stuff was really good. But I don't know. Th this Christmas event wasn't great. Yeah, I haven't done the event either, but I probably um, I don't really have a favorite one, but it's kind of interesting to see the the troll cosmetic rewards they come up with. <laughs> like like the uh like the, the gnome head the christmas shield. tree one. yeah well the gnome shield too but like in the previous year like where you're literally a christmas tree it's so random 
Yeah. All right. So there's a over the last month. Oh, sorry. Can I jump in quickly? I deleted my name for that because I didn't do the event. Can we have a five second talk about that gnome shield? <laughs> How did that get into the game? Can we get a picture of this gnome shield? Uh, oh, yeah. God. You know you uh, don't want to see it. You just don't want to see, wanna it. see it. Here, I'll, 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 I'll post. If, if you scroll up in the voice spam on Discord, there's a picture of it. Uh, here's the picture that I took of myself earlier today. So I'm wearing like the, the Halloween head, the, the Santa top. I'm wearing the anti panties. So like you can't actually see my legs. So it just looks like I'm, you know, pantless. Oh. But look at the shield. Like it's. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, oh, it, it it's uh it, it's it's a very different kind of reward with how it looks. So how many J mods are on the team now? Oh man. Fifteen ish, twenty oh, right right around there, I think. But um I I didn't look at the Christmas uh <laughs> poll. I don't know if this reward was specifically polled or if it was just like uh one question and everything was included in part of that. Well, if this is what the community wanted, then I think they delivered. The community <laughs> got what it deserved. Yeah. I don't know. If I wanted, I'd if I wanted that type of shield, I would make it look like that. So I can't really fault them. It, it's it's pretty good at being pretty bad. Like it, yeah, it, exactly. It it is it is truly impressive how bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right, so. I don't personally know a whole lot about this next topic here, uh, but there was a uh, alleged EP dupe glitch um, that came on that was posted about within the last month. And um, the video, let me hold on, let me uh, just link it here real quick and I'll post it in the chat. But um, the video has 450, I'm sorry, 435,000 views and it was posted a few weeks ago. I'm trying to show it. GP dupe glitch. Um, the video alleges that the dupe brought in a hundred bill and brought in, you know, hundreds of trills more than that. I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about this. So I'll let you guys talk about it. What, what do you guys think about um, this video here? If you had a chance to watch it, what'd you think? Uh, I didn't get the chance to watch it, but it makes me kind of curious if Jagex is like monitoring where all their GP is coming from. Because if they're concerned enough about gold inflation that they want to introduce gold sinks, it'd be helpful if they knew where the GP is coming in from. But I, I don't know. But um, yeah, I'm glad the video got Jagex's attention. But is there like more? Like, is is there like a bigger controversy? Is this the video where the, like the dude who made it had like some kind of ego problem, and he was like, "Oh, look, Jagex is trying to shut me down because I know the truth." In all that, or is that a different video? I think it was the uh, same video you're talking about. I'm not 100% sure. I've only just watched the video and gone off of, I guess, what was shown in the video. Yeah, then that's that's all I have to offer. I don't know much about it either. Yeah, I watched the video. Um, I think it's a good thing. I don't know if the dupe got glitched. Sorry, the um, it got actually fixed because of that video or if Jagex had already fixed it before the video actually released um i'm gonna say that it was fixed before the video released because i think uh rendy made the video i think he contacted Jagex in advance to tell him about it so i'm gonna assume he only wanted to put the video out. i think he actually said at the start of the video he only put it out 
after it was patched just so nobody could like replicate the actual dupe itself i don't really know how much damage could have been done though like if you bring I, i've been playing iron man basically for the last few years so i'm not really even up to date with how the runescape economy even works right now so i'm not too <laughs> sure what would have happened i just assume every item would have just gone to a ridiculous price yeah i think in the video he said that it started with 10 bill and then they were able to get it to a 100 bill and then it got patched at 100 bill and they were planning on just continuing to go to like 10 trill and then 100 trill and it would have like it would have met the runescape's full economy within like five dupes or something like that so um at least they got it i guess before it completely took a shit on the economy Mm -hmm. The, the only thing that i I don't know how specifically I feel about it is the fact that it was the exact way of doing it was made public. Like he went into details on how exactly to do it, <clears throat> which like how to do it and resulted in crashing servers. So I like the same time the video went live is when connection issues arose. So it was like, are people trying to just dupe money? and crashing the servers or like what actually is going on right now with the servers. So that was the, I guess, only thing that I didn't really like about making it public was the fact that you have like people that want to dupe like 10 K, like everyone's just trying to dupe anything they can at that moment. So it probably brought uh, a good amount of people like trying to test it out themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they only made it public when they were sure that they had fixed it. I was more surprised that, like, initially, I think the two people that did it, they had to log in, like, almost 2,000 accounts between the two of them. Oh, so man. that's pretty crazy that they were able to do that on whatever uh, type of machines there were. But, um, yeah. Probably playing uh, on, like, a like NASA computer. Make... What was that? Probably playing on, like, a computer that's at NASA. Yeah, <laughs> they, they've got some good specs, but... Yeah, dupes like this kind of make you wonder like what other kind of uh, dupes and glitches are going on under the radar because I'm sure there are some that won't become public that are well. But yeah, it's good that they caught this one. This is a very, very interesting um, thing. And, you know, I mean, if they wouldn't have been able to get a um, handle on like they would have had, and I know that they've done it before, um, and I believe that they did this when there was a. Uh, like some GP glitches going on with like bounty hunter stuff where they, they like just reset back, you know, a day for the game. So, you know, it, I'd be real curious what they would do if this went on for, you know, a week with them not knowing, like, would they just, you know, I mean, they'd have to like reset the whole week. It would be very crazy. Uh, what kind of impact this uh, would have potentially had, uh, you know, good job on it getting to shut down. So, you know, Hundreds of trillion didn't get added in, but the very, very um, in-depth and informative video, and I'm sure that there are, you know, some kind of uh, GP uh, dupe glitches that are out there right now that you know aren't as large scale as this, but um, that people are doing that no one knows about. And I, I wonder how it is that they track. Um, because obviously, you know, like if you remember the old Mod Mat K data streams, 
you'd see like um he'd provide information like how much gold is in the game versus yeah. like the ge value of where those like, go well with him <laughs> no uh by the way those were very like looking at it like those were really great streams and i remember um i think it was last rune fest when they talked about they were gonna have a data stream and then they didn't and they can't what they announced something else completely different. I don't know. Um, let me know if I'm on the right track here. Um, but they, the year's not over. No, no, no. It was like uh, last, like 2018. They were supposed to have like a data stream oh. and like on like at RuneFest, but they ended up announcing something different. And there was no. Oh yeah, it was bot. They they ended up having a bot busting stream instead of the. Um, you know, data stream. So those data streams are really good. Uh, so I feel like they got to be able to track, you know, where a lot of it comes from, you know, like they, cause they can obviously see how much GP get into the game by certain bosses and stuff. But very interesting. Um, wonder how much of that impacted the connectivity issues that we had. Here you go. This is uh, something Dan added in here. So this is a, um, Game update that we had two days ago, uh, Old School tweeted out, uh, this fix will address the effects on experience rates of certain skilling methods due to a recent change to auto-casting. So Dan, I think you could probably uh, give some more information on this. So once he gives you guys some more info, what do you guys think about it? And how do you think, what do you think about appropriate action have been taken? Um, my timeline might be a little off, but I'm pretty sure it was for, from what I saw, it was Friday night. Um, some people were streaming, uh, 2S2G with a staff. It may have been happening earlier on. This is when I, I guess, heard about it. Um, they have the staff set to auto cast and had someone attacking them in pvp then they would just click on the person before the actual spell went out they would click back onto the rock so <clears throat> there was a one tick delay because it was set to autocast so it allowed them to gather um just xp quicker it was in mining as well as fishing i only did it in fishing um so then on monday i guess when they got back into the office they did like a server maintenance or game update and took that out of the game. And I'm not really sure as to, I guess because their reason was that it wasn't an intended uh, thing when they put in the auto casting, they didn't intentionally um, make it so that you could tick manipulate, I guess, as more than you could. I, I found it a little odd just because you can tick me up with other bugs that are in the game, like herb tar, but that's um, more so stuff that had already been in the game. Right. So this, I think the main thing was, because this was new, then they they could take it out. I mean, it was the same rates, if not a little more. I don't know about mining. Like I said, I only did fishing. It was like 150, 160k an hour at Fishing Guild, whereas um, Piscarilius is like 140k. So it was, it was definitely a, a good boost. All right, say that again. At, at Zaya, it was 140k an hour, like regular two ticking with the rats. Okay. With the the new method at the fishing guild, because you have the 
invisible plus seven boost as well as you can admiral pie so you could get like 150 to 160k an hour i don't know like how long term that was though because there was a whole like people can just go and attack your man you could also kill the man by auto casting and like messing up there was just a whole like variable that what could go wrong during it um but essentially yeah it was just a 10 to 20k buff um, and it got taken out. I personally, I wasn't going to use it anyways, so I don't mind it being taken out. I guess it just, because they introduced it and it wasn't like a long-term bug in the game, that's why they took it out. So I'm okay with that, personally. Hmm. Um, I'm glad that they're more inclined to remove a potentially broken method than to tolerate it for just a bit because once they tolerate it, they never get rid of it because they fear backlash, I assume. ZMI. So <laughs> whatever Jagex wants to do to prevent another Arty Knight method from being discovered, I'm down for. I don't know. So I understand that their, re their reasoning behind it is that it was an unintentional thing um, due to an update that they made and... You know, something like that being so silly, being something that would increase your XP per hour by, you know, like 10, 20K. And I, I mean, we're talking we're on like a 10% increase in XP per hour for some skills, and that's pretty significant. I'd say that the them making the change to disallow it was good. I I wonder if any did did anyone um set uh legitimate records uh with these for like most XP in a day? Because uh, I was seeing there's uh, some like recent record set, but they weren't, um, you know, no they they do not appear to be um, like legitimate. Uh, so I'd be be curious to see if there was any uh, legitimate records that were set with uh, that me the methods that were out for you know those couple days there. There's obviously there's the whole more effort versus more reward, but something like this that's unintended added like that. You know, I think it's fine that they took it out. Um, I think that it's a lot easier for them to have these happy accidents that end up becoming like good balanced skilling content rather than them coming out with their own developing their own content for it. But I don't know. I, I, I think that what they did was appropriate. Yeah, I was kind of neutral to them removing it. Although with the fishing thing, you can still get those XP rates doing uh, bronze starts on a PvP. For the mining, I'm not sure. I've never tried that. But the fishing XP rates, you can still get that high. But yeah, it was brand new. So it's not really much of a loss that they removed it. It probably annoyed some people, but yeah, mostly neutral to it. Yeah, I feel as well, uh, if they actually are willing to remove something like that in the future if they leave all these, let's say, new tip manipulation methods in the game, when's one going to accidentally discover into the game that's so ridiculously broken that they decide to just remove it for just game integrity reasons? Like, if you can learn, someone manages to one-tick woodcut or something stupid like that. If they remove this one, which is basically, like you said, it could still be in the game with a different method, it kind of puts, like, where the skills are going to be permanently. So all the records that are kind of getting set now aren't going to suddenly get broken with something that's, like, uh, an insane breakthrough of like experience per hour or something so it keeps the skills like worth doing um 
I think it's a good thing. I mean, if you can still do it with a different method, but I like if they do put something broken in the game like that, they, they're willing to just take it out straight away before it gets like too deep in. Like right now, if they remove tick manipulation in general, like all the herb and tar stuff, that's it's been in the game for so long, it just wouldn't be right to remove it right now, in my opinion. Yeah, I think them attacking it immediately once they became aware of it was the, you know, the best way that they could do it. You know, obviously we had certain um, methods that, like for example, like ZMI um, S running that people did for you know an extended period of time, and it was there for a very long time, and they were very aware of what it was doing, uh, and then they eventually went off and disallowed trading at that. So you know, shout out to those. Shout out to the people who complained about the ZMI trading and, you know, paying runners to run S to ZMI, but still ended up having to pay runners for lavas. Like, you played yourself. <laughs> Shh, don't tell them. <laughs> I like my XP at lavas. But yeah, uh, I, I think it's good that they took care of it right away. So, you know, they, I think over the last month, they have made, you know, multiple moves here in which... You know, taking um, taking the game into their own hands, you know, that with the tome that passed the poll and they said, nah, we're not doing this. And then like with this update here. So I appreciate them, you know, using some of the like using the power that they have to move the game into a certain direction that they want to take it. I'm glad that they're using that. So I can appreciate. So we're starting to get uh, closer to the end of the podcast here. So, um, you know, this is going to be the last podcast of 2019. But, you know, moving moving into 2020, what are your guys' plans for um, RuneScape? You know, what are your goals? Some of what's going on with you. Um, with <laughs> me, I'm, uh, you know, my plan is just to get, you know, finish off agility. Uh, I have 165 mil right now. I can finish that off sometime in a few months. And then just from that point, then um, it worked towards getting like 100 mil mining. And once I hit that point, I'll start to like paying for S uh, running for runecrafting and start working on that. But going to kind of be hopping around back and forth between the few skills that I have left. Uh, hopefully I can get. Um, so like this year, I did not meet my goal. I wanted to get a um a 2k ehp year uh which looks like i'm gonna fall a little short of that i'm gonna have like a little bit over 1900 i think that you know next year if i can try to get uh close to around 2k i'll be happy with that but uh and then another, i guess another goal just to be more consistent and active with uh posting out content uh, I plan to rent out this bond my friend generally, generously donated to me and also stream uh, RuneScape quite a bit for the two weeks it's active and see if it's worth going to uh, keep playing or if I'll just go on another hiatus because no one ever quits RuneScape except RS3. <laughs> yeah, for me... Um... Oh, sorry, it's not me. I'm fourth. Sorry, go on, go on. Go on. No, that's all right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm probably just going to get the two pets uh, remaining. And then after that, I'll go back to XP on my main. Probably court boost people as well. What are the two you got left? Uh, Rift Guardian and Nibbler. Okay. And then I'll just be able to AFK XP on my main after that. So that'll be nice. Got a specific uh, skill you're looking at? Um, 
probably redwood since it's super afk and i can court boost people on alts while doing Yeah, I think for May 2020. Uh, so this year, I actually upgraded my internet connection because the last two hardcores that, well, the last two I had, I died really prematurely on. But the two before that both went down to disconnections, one Jagex side, one my side, yeah. uh, which is like 3.5k hours combined between the two that was just gone. So now I'm on, I'm on another one. And this one, I don't really want to die the same way. So I decided to upgrade my internet. It doesn't disconnect at all, really. I've got over a thousand hours of uptime. So I should <laughs> hopefully be able to take that to the late game and uh, maybe actually get to see some of the high-end pvm i've not done high-end pvm properly in so long because i die on my hardcore like right as i'm about to get there i die and lose uh, the ability to do it because i just don't want to do it on a regular round so hopefully we take this hardcore late game or i'm going to die in control on it and if that happens at least i can say it was a good run um and then i really don't know what i'm going to do after that if i die on a hardcore i don't know what i'll do next on the game 2020, I'm um, going to stop 195 mil agility, then finish that off with fishing. I don't know if that'll be accomplished in 2020, though, but 195 mil agility, um, drop like 10 bill into RC, get like 100 mil RC XP, finish off 200 mil fletching, 200 mil construction, and 200 mil prayer big that's about it lots of xp to come very nice <clears throat> all right so what do you guys been up to during the podcast been training anything what's been going on i've been uh, researching some of the questions in advance because i didn't have much time to prepare but uh, i've been hitting up the redwoods while doing so yeah, I was about to say, I just had to pre-read uh, some of the questions and um, update myself on how to reply. Other than that, I've been logged out. I didn't really know what to expect, so I kind of just wanted to give the podcast my full attention uh, so I could take part properly. Um, I've been sweating on four accounts, agility on one, hunter on the other, mining on a third, and RC on a fourth while enjoying a nice discussion with you guys. How's the pressing? I just been uh, running Artie. I've, I've just been running Artie laps. Um, the the background that you guys are seeing that was uh, like a pre-recorded single lap. That way, you know, it uh, doesn't show my like me misclicking all around here and there. Um, but I've been trying. To, so I, I recently moved from um, the Prif course to the Artie course. I have all the shards that I need for 200 mil mining through Volcanic Mine, and <clears throat> um, we'll be. Um, doing already for the rest of it but i'm looking forward to finishing off agility i'll really miss it but <clears throat> agility is the best skill yeah it'll, it'll be it'll be um really disappointing when i do lose um and run out of xp with it so that's what i've been doing yeah so you you got you guys have been played it's it's a pre-recorded lap in the background <laughs> classic yeah, I've just been AFKing RC on the main and working on a few alts at the same time. All right. Um, so someone was posing, uh, any update on the general search for hexes. So um, I'll put a uh, – give me just a minute and I'll post. So we are uh, taking public applications for a general position in hexes. Um, we got uh, like a couple days left uh, in which you could apply for it. I'll post it in the chat right here. But – 
Um, you know, we're just looking for uh, two people who could possibly fill the role of being a gen in the clan. You know, not restricted to members only. Um, so if you're watching this, feel free to apply. You know, we'll take a look at and review the application. Um, you know, we want to look for the best uh, possible candidates. So we don't want to restrict the application pool. So the application, I linked the tweets uh, in the Twitch chat, and I'll do it again here. Um, you know, the applications on the document there, fill that out, send it to us. Uh, you can send it to me on Discord, uh, Randalicious, uh, hashtag 1850, or you can send it to the, uh, our, our DMs are open on the Hexus account. You can send the application on there. Uh, you got like two days left, so if you want to um, fill it out, so get that in by December 20th, if you are interested. Ooh, that's like two days. It is. Yeah, Hurry so. up. Will this podcast be out before then? Um, yeah, I mean, like, I'll, like, I'll be like, this one has been streamed, which has been good. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, so, so this, this is the first one that, um, you know, since we uh, started doing the podcast again a few months ago, they were all pre-recorded. This one is live. Felt confident enough that I wouldn't make uh, any mistakes in the pre-planning of it. So very good. You know, won't have to make any edits. This was just, um, so this one is not pre-recorded. This is actually real in real time. Oh, that's <clears> fantastic. <throat> I would have told people I knew about it if I knew it were live. Oh, oh my goodness. Well. Oh, well. Oh, well, I guess. Oh, oh, oh well. All right. Uh, so, you know, we're getting clo um, close to the end of the podcast here. So we're, we're going we're gonna to have a, um, you know, just a reckless topic. Or I guess not really reckless, but it'll be Star Wars related uh, oh, at, at, to talk about after after. And that, that'll be, you know, only only if you guys want to listen to that. But we'll get to that after we finish, like, the whole RuneScape aspect. And if anyone uh, wants to leave after that, feel free. But uh, before before we get there, though, um, you know, just want you guys uh, go through, give a shout out to your social media accounts. So you can follow me on Twitter, RandaliciousRS, uh, or on Twitch, viewing it on Randalicious. Uh, Twitter, Boti OSRS. Uh, Twitter, Thykos underscore RS. Um, Twitch, LRD, then Blackout. LRD Blackout. Uh, Twitter is at Hexus. Twitch is Dan underscore Gleesack. If you'd like to see some sweaty four account skilling streams. All right. So going back to the last podcast, I know that I had a um in the middle of that. I talked about giving away a prize to uh, someone commenting on it. So to the uh, YouTube account CYN, uh, you have won that prize. Send me a message on YouTube, and we can um <clears throat> you know I'll get you I'll get you that bond. So uh, I've got in here, um, you know, if you guys want to submit a uh, topic for the next podcast, I'll put a post in the chat here. I'll be tweeting about it over the next couple of weeks. I mean, our next podcast is not going to be until like early to mid January. You know, I want you guys to enjoy your holidays. Uh, however it is you celebrate. If you don't, then hey, try to stay warm at least. Um, so been real great. Uh, hey, hey Bo, do you like Star Wars at all? Um, I'm probably not going to watch this one. Um, <laughs> movie-wise, like, I didn't really go and watch anything recently except for Joker, which I wanted to watch again, uh, but I didn't get around to it. But I mean, I've not even seen The Irishman yet, and I was looking forward to that since the trailer first dropped. 
So the Star Wars movie, I'm going to say it's not really top of my priority. So I don't think I'll be seeing that in any um, cinema anytime soon. All right. So, so let me just real quick uh, butt in here. So uh, we're going to be like last hour. We're just going to talk about is going to be the upcoming Star Wars movie that releases in a couple of days. If you guys Ooh. came here. If you guys came here for the RuneScape um, discussion, you know, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, but you know, if anyone wants to listen to us as we talk about the Star Wars movie, uh, that'll probably be the last thing that we talk about here before heading out. I know that I have a lot to say, and I think Blackout has a lot to say as well. I don't know if anyone else has uh, watched the new Star Wars stuff, but. No, I don't really have any interest in it, so I think um, I'll jump off now and then in that case, because I've got a stream to do, but I'll do it probably after yours has ended, if I'm honest, so I, they won't really clash, which is all right. All right. Well, hey, I really appreciate having you on, you know, uh, having you on for the 73rd Hexless podcast. A real <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for having me, though. I appreciate a, it. A real blessing. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, I don't know how many people you invite on the podcast, but if anybody, if you ever get offered the chance, like, the whole document just has everything you need in one place, so it was dead easy for me to answer things, because I just had to click a link, and I had everything in front of me, and then I just had to have my own opinion, so that was really helpful, so I like this document, I probably should have read it um, in advance <laughs> to the podcast, but no, it's good to go. No, thank you very much for having me, though, I do appreciate that, I hope it's, hope it's gone well as well. All right, yeah, thanks, man, and yeah, you know, uh, got any... You know, and we, we try to get um, and I'm going to try doing this moving forward is trying to get one person outside of the clan as a guest on the podcast. So uh, shout out Sick Nerd appears as uh, Sick Nerd hosted, um, you know, want, want to get him, you know, one of the original Hexus podcast hosts would be great to have him on uh, one of them here uh, next year. Uh, so, yeah, the podcast real good. Appreciate you coming on. Yep. No worries at all. Cheers for that. Thank you very much, guys. All right. Bye. See ya. Thank you. All right. So who has an opinion on the new Star Wars movie here? I have an opinion. All right. Give it to me. <laughs> oh, like the new one, the one coming out in 2 days or just the whole trilogy? Uh, it can be it can be the new trilogy, uh if you want. You know, let's just uh, get into the Star I'll Wars. I'll just talk about the new one for now. We can talk about the others later. The new one, I am excited for the fallout of this movie. I've seen that the critic scores are in, and it's fairly mixed, the review. I don't know the spoilers, so don't worry, I won't leak anything. Uh, expectations? I'm going in with no expectations whatsoever. None at all, that way I won't be disappointed. Well, I guess you can always be disappointed even with no expectations, but um, that's probably the best way to go in. I've heard people said, like, if you hate the new trilogy and you go into it, you're going to hate the movie. But if you don't really have an opinion or you like it... Well, actually, they said, if you liked The Last Jedi, you will probably not like this movie because apparently there's, like, a lot of backtracking of The Last Jedi. Uh... I would say that the the first two movies that came out in this trilogy <clears throat> have been the two worst movies that I have ever seen in my entire life. Um, <laughs> the, the first one uh, was very, very bad. Um, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of really good videos out there in which, you know, the, like they'll talk for like three hours about this two hour movie, about how bad the movie was making great point after great point about the, how flawed it is. Um, it, I really did not like it. And then the second one of these, uh, movies came out and it w somehow was far worse than the first one. <laughs> it, like I was so upset in the theater. I, you know, <clears throat> went ahead. Did you walk out? I was very fucking close. I yeah, almost. You can't. 
like I'm really looking forward to hating this new movie. I'll say that. <laughs> um, you know, like when I was, you know, um, the, the part and I'm hey, uh, the last movie came out a couple years ago. If you guys get spoiled on the previous movies, I apologize. But on the last movie fault. where um, Finn is about to go kamikaze to save. Oh, him, my gosh. Like, first, I think he is a terrible character. I think that would have been an OK ending to his character, though. And then this chick comes out of fucking nowhere and saves his life. And then he's like, oh, you know, we do what we have for the people that we love. And then she fucking kisses him like that. Like that came out of fucking nowhere. Like horrible, horrible. Like I screamed in the back of the theater. I had this dad that's sitting in front of me. And he fucking looked at back, looked at like, you know, he has his little kid with him. He looks back at me disgusted. Not at what oh, he man. saw, but what I'm saying in the back. I was furious. I, I bet my blood pressure went through the fucking roof. Such a terrible movie. Did um, you notice how the not ATATs didn't blast them, and Finn was able to carry her all the way back to the base? Man, unharmed? It, it was. <laughs> it, the the they have been, and you know, God bless the Mandalorian, um, for you know giving. Hey, man, no one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. And amen. I'm I'm glad that they're starting to move in the right direction by getting away from that. We got the. Uh, uh the obi-wan no now, got the obi-wan got the obi-wan movie coming out uh the uh, continuation of star wars the clone wars but yeah man the this new movie i think is going to be terrible i will probably see it in theaters and i will probably be very upset with it and um and it'll probably ruin my day <laughs> i i i am going into this expecting it to be one of the three worst movies that I've ever seen in my life up there with previous two being the other two of this series. It's just so fucking bad. Are you culturally obligated to see this movie? I would probably say for me. Yes. Yeah. Um, got a couple guys at work that are going, but I have to work like that night that they're going. So I'm not going to be able to go, but. Oh yeah, I mean, oh, well, come, I comes it. comes out, uh, you know, within the next forty eight hours. Uh, probably gonna be pretty terrible. Oh, also, like Carrie Fisher died two movies ago. How is she still in this one? <laughs> like, what are they doing with that? Yeah, You'll I mean, have to go and see. I also like going back to the previous movie. I re I really, really, really hated. You know, like when uh, 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 Kylo Ren, like he's thinking, like, oh, oh, should I blast? this uh thing kill my mom yes or no uh and then he doesn't even get to make that choice himself and it just fucking happens that would have been a good death for leia but she then just fucking mary poppins her way back to the ship <laughs> some of the worst crap i've ever seen i really don't like uh the star wars uh stuff that they've been doing with like this if they could have just avoided these two movies I would think so highly of everything that they would have done. You know, I I liked <laughs> I liked a rogue I liked a Rogue One, and I liked the Han Solo movie. God bless Amelia Clark too, by the way. I just don't like this movie, and I haven't even seen. It. I'm gonna be pissed off. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very upset the entire time that I'm sitting there watching it. Oh man, I see. Well, I see. I'm the only other person not muted, so I guess it's just between us. But that's fine. 
I am not a fan of the new trilogy either. I think the Last Jedi is probably the last Star, like the worst Star Wars movie. But I think Attack of the Clones is worse than The Force Awakens. Uh, and just, you just have to. My argument is, you just have to watch Attack of the Clones and not cringe and not get bored. Oh. Like if you can do if you if you can do those two things, then you can say The Force Awakens is worse than Attack of the Clones. But so this, my my counter to that is that there is a argument. So, yeah, so there's a you know the really sweet uh, lightsaber duel that goes on between uh, Obi Wan and Anakin and Dooku is very nice, and then also we get to see a little bit of then we get to see a little bit of um, Yoda and Dooku, which that alone far as like the the Force Awakens terrible, uh, like talking about this chick who has no training at all is able to take on. You know, a guy trained by a Sith Lord and best him in combat. Not a fucking chance that's happening. That's just poor, terrible writing. Like, if you see the way that she's slashing, like, she's like, tries stabbing with the lightsaber like seven times in a row during that combat. It, it, and he somehow loses it. Nah, man. Like, just, just the lightsaber dueling in that alone, um, you know, is enough to put Attack of the Clones over it. And Padme's looking real nice. <laughs> oh man well as far as the lightsabers go yeah that ray beating kylo ren is like the stupidest thing ever like there, there's there's no the justification movie, for that like no no justification whatsoever all right but i think attack of the clones is still worse i think the lightsaber duel the only good one was between yoda and dooku the one with obi-wan and anakin wasn't that great it was just what like half the half the time you can't even see what they're doing because they're in foggy mist because they cut the power source or whatever. And it's just a bunch of close-ups on Dooku and Anakin. And then, yeah, Yoda versus Dooku is, like, nice to look at. But I'm in the camp that it kind of undermines Yoda's character to, like, use what his character, what he represents in the Empire, as, you know, eye candy. Like, it's eye candy nonetheless, but, like, The Force Awakens has a lot of eye candy. Um, I think The Force Awakens was a pretty good movie the first 20 minutes. When they start piloting the Falcon or whatever, when the Falcon comes on screen, that's when the Force Awakens takes a nosedive. But like the highest point of Attack of the Clones lasts for like three minutes, and the rest of it is just schlock. Unless you really love the CGI clone troopers and the big battle, then like, if Natalie Portman can save the movie for you and a few minutes of laser sword fighting, then. Or can save it enough that's better than The Force Awakens, then I, I, got, I can't I got get away no, from you. I got nothing positive to say about The Force Awakens. Nothing I, positive? I, nothing positive. I wish the way in which they would have done with this whole new trilogy is, obviously we get introduced to Finn, you know, and I, I wish that Finn would have been the main character of this trilogy. Um, you know, like a defected stormtrooper that then becomes a Jedi. That's, yeah, that'd be cool. That's way better than... A random orphan on a desert planet that is somehow what? Who probably won't be random? (laughs) Like the the like the idea of having man like they really messed up Finn. Like I I think that he could have been an excellent character had the trilogy centered around him as being the Jedi of the trilogy. Um, that's the direction I wish they would have went into, but. Yeah, John Boyega could definitely pull it off. He definitely has the acting chops. 
Do you have any like major predictions for what's going to happen in this new movie? <sighs> no. <laughs> I I'm I'm just you know it's kind of it 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 really feels like it's gonna be a chore for me. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna hate it. I'm gonna leave, and I'm gonna talk about hating it for a very long time. That would is... you be happy if at the end of the movie they introduced time travel because that was introduced in uh, the Star Wars Rebel TV show, and then Ray undid basically the events of everything post Return of the Jedi. Would that make you happy? <laughs> would you be happy? Um, I, I, I do not see any scenario in which I walk away from the movie not pissed off. Wow. I, I know, like, uh, I'm, I'm going in expecting it to be the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, which Ooh. I walked into the last movie thinking that, and it surpassed how bad <laughs> it was going to be, is, is what I thought it was going to be, so... Man, I don't know. I'm at least the Mandalorian's great. Oh man, well that's good to hear. I'm not giving Disney my money until the last few episodes or whatever of the season. So I don't. I can't talk. I I'd love to talk about the Mandalorian, but so far from what I'm seeing, it's like above average. I I'd would say, say it's great so far. I've seen like three episodes. I say it's real, real solid. And given where it compares to what they've been doing for the last couple of years, it's like. I probably the best. Oh uh, yeah, it's the best work that they have done by a lot. Um, How far are you into the Mandalorian episode wise? I have watched every episode. How many is that so far? It's, uh, I think six or seven. Oh, okay, but it's it's, it's it's really good. Um, yeah, I'd recommend. It's, it's better than a lot of TV shows that I'm current. Like it's it's way better than The Walking Dead. It's way better than Fear the Walking Dead, which I still watch. They're terrible, but I still watch. Them. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch them until the end. All right, um, you know, if you guys uh, do go out to see the Star Wars movie, leave a comment on this YouTube video about how terrible you thought it was. Um, you know, I hope you we guys have talk about it next podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll see, but you know, I want to thank you guys all for tuning in. Thank you, Sick Nerd, for hosting. Thank you, Bodie, for coming on. Sick Nerd, hope to get you on a podcast next year. Thank you, guys. Hope you guys have a uh, happy holidays. Take care. Be safe. See you guys in 2020 with the 74th Texas podcast. See ya. Take care, y'all.